Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Stream of Nonsenseness. This is another special episode coming in from New Zealand. We're joined by the lovely Astaire. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How That's are you? A, uh, good, really good. It's good to be back in the, this is another one <laughs> from the family home, kind of jury-rigged uh, together, little setup. It looks pretty good though. Yeah, I like it. You're into it? I like the colour scheme. It's yeah, very we've got 70s retro. 70s retro kind of New Zealand kind of futuristic thing going on. Yeah. I'll send photos to uh, everyone who's wondering about it. Um, what's been going on with you? You put out a little album recently, didn't you? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Part yeah. one of two, many? Yeah, <laughs> part one of many. <laughs> hundred albums. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. No, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's part one of two. Yeah, so It's cool. the first half. Cool. Didn't you didn't you already have the second one done though? Some Yeah. I've got an insider. My sister, my older sister used to live with us there, so I yeah. get, get all the insider info. <laughs> Wellington being the tiny place that it is. Yeah. Um anyway, for people who haven't heard your music, which is no one because everyone's heard it. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> pressure. Um, um Astaire does kind of I don't know how you'd really describe it, kind of like uh soulful electronic kind of sample based weird npc kind of driven <laughs> stuff do you think that's kind of accurate or is that yeah, completely I off mark no i reckon it's a good yes. i reckon that's a good description yeah yeah mm. and you've you've been doing it for for hell of a long time right yeah i've been doing it probably for five four or five years yeah, now ages yeah it's really the time's flown by <laughs> um how, how did you get into it did you just like always been a musical person or um yeah, like to some degree. I reckon probably to the same amount that most kids are musical, you know. How <laughs> Banging on stuff yeah, just randomly. Yeah, and just like having singing competitions with your mm -hmm. friends and like dancing <laughs> competitions and, you know, just yeah. being into that kind of stuff. Um, gotcha. But then I got more serious about it mm -hmm. when I started uni and my friends bought NPCs and were making these beats and I was like, Oh, that is so cool, but so beyond me. Like, I have no idea what's going on you and how they're doing it. You could never, like, do it. Yeah, essentially, I was like, I just wouldn't <laughs> know where to begin. Um, but then I took a course at Vic. Nice, um, called, Vic. Yeah, shout out Vic. Whoop, whoop, you. Yeah, and it was called Sonic Arts. Oh, yeah. Um, I think my friend did the same course, actually. Yeah. good things. Yeah. yeah. I did the first year um, paper, which was very beginner level learning about door systems so mm. yeah like logic and pro tools actually we used this funny one that i can't remember but that was like was it acid or something i remember that being one that was like used way back in the day mm, I, don't I don't think it was acid it was like remix ignition yeah that's probably something that like doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, probably. I can't thing. remember. I'm just trying to wrap my brain, but I, I really can't remember what it was called. But um, yeah, it was just learning stuff. On did you that. have an NPC before this, or did you like? No. You like went to this, and then you were like, I can actually make this. Yeah, yeah, because okay, yeah, cool. exactly. Because I was just like, I learned how to record things and what. Um, Maybe I should take one of those, make my podcast way better. <laughs> anyway. I think what it did, like, it didn't teach me the skills exactly, but it just gave me confidence because I was like, oh, oh okay. yeah, like, I know what. Like, it's not so alien anymore. Yeah, it just wasn't so alien anymore. So yeah, that's cool. essentially how that started up. And mm. then, yeah, it just literally made two tracks at home and put them on the internet. Nice. And it was just one of those weird stories where, like, it all 
just started getting picked up by random people. And really? Then, just like completely random as we just see it. That's so awesome. Yeah. And so it, it was it was awesome because it was so... Um, what did you use? Was it SoundCloud? or Yeah, like, SoundCloud. Yeah. Shout what, out SoundCloud. Yeah, shout out SoundCloud <laughs> Hardcore. Yeah. Um, I, I like that kind of thing when it happens because it's so unmonitored. Yeah. I think that's what's special about those kind of things. Like, let's say if you're releasing something and you're publicizing it and it's mm-hmm. remarketed, it's so different to if it's just getting organically discovered. So Well, that's something that yeah. I talk about a lot with, with creative types and musicians especially is that people f- feel really weird about promotion. Like, promotion by definition is really kind of unnatural. Yeah. And, like, it makes you feel a bit weird. For some reason, this part wigged out super hard. Uh, I don't know. I fixed it there. Like, yeah. You never want to have to say to someone, like, hey, can you listen to this? Yeah. Or, like, check it out. It's really awesome. You just, yeah. like, you want to, like, show it to them. And they'd be like, yeah. if you want it, it's fine. If you don't want to. Yeah. Especially for Kiwi. Yeah, like 100%. I feel yeah. Like in New Zealand culture, it's really, it's really a bit... You know, yeah, yeah, you don't want to like be putting yourself muck. out there too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I mean, if you want things to grow, there's a certain level of um, like putting yourself out yeah, there that you have, you have to, to you have to swallow. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, uh, well, you you, yeah. like, you avoided that first. That's pretty lucky. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that that's the moral of the story. <laughs> moral of the story is get lucky. <laughs> Just be lucky, and that's all you can rely on. And that's. Was that working with Lola? It's the name of your uh, NPC, I believe. Yeah. You still still have the same NPC from yeah. back in the day? Yeah. 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 Trusty Steed. Yeah, she's my trusty Steed for sure. Did yeah. You? So um, I suppose because I've kept Lola all this time, like we're really good friends. Part of it. <laughs> and also, I like the idea of getting really familiar with one piece of technology because there's so much out there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of overwhelming. So I've just always kind of kept her as my base, and then. Branched out from from that. That's cool. It's kind of like yeah. it's like a real old school musician kind of you know one guitar or whatever that you yeah. stay forever. And yeah, I don't think electronic music really has that kind of same culture. It's kind yeah. of like the better you the better your stuff, the better you are kind of for a lot of people. So true. And I've done like these songwriting camps where they have these kind of hit makers working with producers, working with artists, and yeah. it's this um yeah thing that that gets done in the industry and it's really interesting and i remember i was looking over all the shoulders of producers when i was You're stealing their secrets <laughs> yeah what are you doing over there? and all like what they all had in common was that they all had the same software oh really yeah what were they all using they were using battery uh-huh. so they were using native instruments yeah and they were using um like I'm trying MS to Paint. They were yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing doodles. Yeah, they were using this thing called Waves, uh-huh. which is um, just like a software, just all the stuff that makes a certain sonic aesthetic. Just like the high that's level That's in pop kind of music, stuff. right? Yeah, okay. but it's partly because they're using. Yeah. Did you feel kind of a bit put off, and you're like, oh, I don't want to ever be like joining the ranks of everyone else, um, or you just didn't really care that much. No, I, li- I, li- I thought it was really interesting when yeah. she went and got battery and yeah, made of instruments sure. afterwards because I was like, far out, like, <laughs> I'm going to try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then I did, I made some tracks and then I was like, oh, this sounds kind of quite polished. So I brought the NPC back in and just layered it up with that. But I think, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's, a, that's a definite um, motif to kind of 
the the music you make is that it like obviously you're not going to taste an insult but it's not polished it's just yeah. kind of like raw and just like a bit here and then a layered vocal just comes in like yeah. bam like that yeah yeah and i think that's really cool that is quite rare especially in um a lot of electronic music i hear you know people yeah. try and kind of get that get that out as soon as possible yeah it's admirable i guess that's Thanks. what you get when you yeah, that's all right <laughs> thank you oh, it's okay anytime <laughs> something else i was gonna bring up was that where you met odyssey or worked with odyssey or was that a separate thing entirely that's a separate thing entirely <laughs> okay. yeah and that was a couple of years ago um with it's the, called the mentor mentorship program with red uh -huh. bull okay yeah, red bull thing yeah yeah and red, red bull, bull are awesome eh? they're, they're, they've got so much stuff going on for young artists these days it's incredible they put a lot of support yeah into the music industry um yeah which is really weird like you know you've got like your extreme sports and yeah. your backflips and then you're going <laughs> mentoring young musicians yeah i guess can't knock the hustle yeah. um so how did that odyssey is a um detroit based rapper i think um washington oh, okay. and um new york okay so entirely and wrong and um so, uh, north sudan north sudan, or okay. sudan right okay yeah Sudanese based. Uh, yeah. I was. I just know that he works with some, some cool musicians. I like some out mm. of Detroit, part mm. of this group called Mellow Music Group, mm. which is like a. I think it's a record label of just mm. like kind of, uh, both instrumental and really laid back kind of chill hip hop stuff. Mm. One of my favorite artists, Apollo Brown, is a part of Mellow Music Group, and mm. he's awesome. Mm. And then yeah, I saw your name with Odyssey, and I was like, hold on a second, mm. Mm -hmm. that's really cool. <laughs> So that was through Red Bull, was it? They they linked you up. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and it was really cool because we got to work together and just pretty much make music for three weeks. You put out like a couple of songs, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. How, how was that experience? Was it like kind of nerve wracking at all, or were you just kind of like, yeah, you're just making tunes? Um, I was quite nervous at the beginning, but he was so so nice. Yeah. Right. Um, so I just felt comfortable yeah nice after you're about hoping, two days you're hoping he's gonna like put you on like and you're gonna like get like <laughs> a record deal or something like that like crazy um <laughs> that's what i'd be thinking the whole time i'd be like this is my ticket success <laughs> yeah <laughs> gonna make a collab album yeah, in the yeah. summer yeah something i have it was kind of how a lot of people responded but i didn't know who he was oh, right, before so i worked with him uh, okay i think if i had had more context then i would have yeah been um Ooh, but, <laughs> but oh, shit. I mean, I was still nervous just because of the situation. I knew he was. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, but I, I think it was good that I didn't know him, him so well. Didn't go and in now with I'm a huge fan. Retrospectively, yeah, cool. yeah. Are you still in touch at all? Or yeah, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, okay, awesome. He just had a baby. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Odyssey's baby. Yeah, with his beautiful Moroccan wife. Oh, nice. And their baby is like stunning. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's recipe for a great baby right there. <laughs> recipe for a great baby. Maybe they can do my next podcast be called Recipes for Great Babies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Workshop that one. How are you going to get in for that? Um, I'll just get heaps of just real beautiful people. I'll just <laughs> yeah. say, hey, do you reckon it'd be good if there was a baby that was Korean and... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jamaican? They'd be like, yeah, yeah probably. And I'd be like, sweet. Yeah. It'd be like a really short podcast. <laughs> are you actually signed to a record label, like, in any capacity? Or are you still kind of fully solo with all the things that you're doing musically? Yeah, pretty independent. I've got some deals for, um, like, 
vinyl and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Um, like distribution stuff. Yeah, okay. and so that's with a label. Yeah. And oh. um, yeah, working with distributors, but not with working with labels per se. Oh, okay. Which is interesting because I have been working with publicists um, instead, and right. it's been quite cool. Yeah. yeah. Good, mm. good, good times. Yeah. Is, does that kind of help with uh, touring like overseas, like you're touring Melbourne or Australia soon mm. and stuff like that? Is that where that kind of stuff comes into play? Or? Mm, yeah, just um, and also just getting more to do with getting the music to radio and stuff. Right, they yeah. Pick it up. yeah. Yeah. It just depends, but a publicist in a different territory that's not your own is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been to? You've when didn't you go through Africa? Like yeah. Like a long ago? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Is that the kind of most out of out of the country musical experience you've been doing so far, or did you you've been everywhere? Uh, not everywhere, but I've toured quite a lot internationally. Oh yeah. my god! I don't realize I'm such an international superstar here. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Pressure's on. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, what was touring Africa like? Uh, really cool. Went to Mozambique. Nice. South Africa and Swaziland and played yeah yeah <laughs> classic we've all been there, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah um and um sorry what was I saying oh and <laughs> played some festivals which yeah. was cool Mad. Mm-hmm. yeah it was a good good kind of crowds out there amazing crowds yeah like one of the biggest crowds I've ever played to oh was, really yeah you came back here and you're like damn it <laughs> yeah back over there and stay over there for a while yeah like I played to an audience of about 6,000 no shit in that's pretty crazy yeah and I it wasn't even I didn't really know like what was going to happen <laughs> I just looked down and it was just a sea of people um, so, so it was real cool. yeah it was cool mad yeah. um one of the in- interesting kind of songs you put out, which we talked about before, was that the song Ambition, which is off your recent release, but it actually came out a long time ago. Yeah. That, that was a song, it's a song about a prostitute, is it? Or yeah. wanting to become the president yeah. of the United States or just yeah. the world or something? <laughs> just about having really high ambitions, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Was that like a, is that a political kind of thing? Or is that just, just a like idea you had? Because um, ra- it was like, was that around kind of Trump time? Yeah, I mean, that wasn't on purpose that, that it was around Trump time. But right. Because I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd written and recorded the song quite a lot beforehand. But yeah, it was just kind of an idea I had that I was just like, oh, I'm just going to make this into a song. <laughs> I don't really, go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't any kind of like high statement to it. Not really. Like, I'm. You mean calling Trump a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could definitely insinuate that. You hit it here first, now. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just have lots of strange random ideas and sometimes I make them into songs, sometimes I don't. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It's definitely the way it should be. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely check it out. I think all, I think the uh, album's on all services, streaming services or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that whole landscape? Do you think it's kind of good for artists or like a bad place because I mean you could not really make any money anymore like doing that kind of stuff mm, unless mm. you get like massively successful yeah like people can have like millions of plays and they'll get like $200 or something mm, out of it mm, mm, mm. but I mean it's it's like a I think it's a pretty good landscape for to be discovered I mean even if it is mm. being lost in a sea of other people what do you mm. think do you, do you use a lot of that kind of stuff and um yeah I do I definitely do and I think that's right it's just 
a good place for people to come across music and maybe um, see some success <laughs> you know yeah right right like in terms of making money as a musician on streaming platforms yeah, you don't really make no, much it's not really, yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's more um from live shows and merchandise yeah right um but i i'm a believer of just just whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good belief to have yeah. I, I was reading this um book today just about like notable moments in music and there was a mm. i think it was a uk band Wet, wet, wet. I've heard of them before, but I don't really know who they are. Mm. They did like a cover of a song for a movie, right? And it was some old song that had been, you know, around for a while. And they mm. covered the song. I don't think they were really super excited about it, but mm. it went number one mm. for like 15 weeks straight. And then mm. on the 15th week, they were just, they announced they were taking it like off for sale because they were so like, this is not what we want to be known for. Really? Yeah, yeah. It it's was like, so funny. I know. They were just like, oh, no, <laughs> cut it. No, we don't want to be known for this song. And it was like one week short, like it went from number one to like not on the charts anymore. Mm. And it went from, and it would have been this, the next week it would have like broken some record for being the number one for 16 weeks. Whoa. That's crazy, hey? It is crazy. That's like real integrity. That <laughs> like, is. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever do, what did they do after that? I'm not sure. I should have done the research. I just kind of read that and I went, hmm. But then I, <laughs> I was like, I must Wikipedia that band later. Mm. But, I, but I never ended up doing it. Do you think there's something you'd do? Would you ever like, if you got mm. kind of something that you didn't want to be known for taking off, would you like take the success or would you just be like, nah? That's a really busy scenario to think about. Like yeah, I know. You'd, I'd hope that whatever I put out, I would be standing behind anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But there are some songs that I've written that are so different from other songs that I've written Yeah. that maybe I would have moved on and, but I don't think I'd ever get to the point that I'd take it off something because yeah. Right. Yeah. You publicly it. denounce it. Yeah, <laughs> your own song. Like, it's like, well, why did you write the song if you're going to... Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's kind of like but, betraying right. yourself anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's kind of like that Nirvana story that they... Well, they they weren't that fond of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, really? Yeah. No, nah, and then they just... It was obviously... Like quite popular. <laughs> and they had to play every single show and yeah. you know they're just like oh, I think it's the drag. same with Radiohead and Creep I think they hate playing that song yeah I mean is, after 20 years you would yeah totally it'd be like the only thing people would want to hear for so long yeah but it's so it, funny with the hits like that that audiences are so I, I mean I can understand it though like if you see a band and you yeah. love one of their songs you want them to play it do you, do you get that thing though so say it's a band you're seeing or like an artist and they've got that one song and you're like you don't want them to play it because you know they don't <laughs> want to play it but you're like you do want to hear it it's like yeah. at the same time i've done that before like <laughs> seeing like you know hip-hop artists like it like might have been drake or someone i saw so like but it was like a massive song and i was like mm. at the same time they're playing it i'm like oh he probably doesn't really want to <laughs> do it <laughs> but i love hearing it so just like sympathizing yeah the artist, i know i think but i'm also enjoying the overly empathic just kind of like just do what you want to do and i'm, I'm just here just have it. i'm just enjoying it you just you just rock out out there you just have a good time um i want to do this item on the show which normally i have all my cds available for you to go choose a cd and then kind of talk about it but i don't have any of my cds here so i think i'll just get you to think of a cd that mm -hmm. that might instill a particular memory for you or is particularly powerful influence on your life or whatever and then we can talk about it. Break. Okay, we're back. It wasn't easy. We had to <laughs> use a lot of mental brain power. To, yeah. But we have you a result. You did forewarn me about that. Yeah, it's pretty hard to come up with like 
the CDs without them right in front of you. Yeah. But the item has to go on. All right, Esther, what did you choose? I chose Nightclubbing by Grace Jones. Classic. And mm. why is that particular album of importance to you? Well, firstly, the cover was something that struck me when I was like seven because my grandmother had it. It's pretty iconic. That the so iconic. Photo, I'll just pull it up. And um, I was just so fascinated by the fact that that was a woman because yeah. I was just like at my tender age of seven that just was everything a man yeah is exactly to me and so tall like, and broad and like yeah with the um shoulder the, pads so yeah. she looks like she's got really square like, shoulders and then the short haircut, yeah really short haircut and just the there's nothing um like pink or yeah flowery tra traditionally, or feminine. traditionally feminine about it so that was something that struck me and then the songs themselves um i've been listening to since i was really young as well and it was always kind of real um interesting how she speaks a lot of what she sings right and i think that it's kind of like a spoken word kind of thing she does i don't really listen to grace yeah. jones at all so you're gonna have to educate me yeah well it's kind of she sings but she kind of speaks in and she's got a very <laughs> low tone yeah right and it's just like nothing else really yeah like, there's yeah, no totally. one else like grace jones and i think that that's why she's probably inspired a lot of artists yeah because for sure. she's so singular and unique would, so, would you say she's an inspiration for you or just kind of yeah, like definitely uh -huh. yeah yeah is um, that grace jones yeah. She's listen, she listens every week. Yeah. She emails me. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's she's thing. coming to New Zealand. Really? Yeah. Are you going to gonna check her out? Um, well, she's playing in Queenstown. And oh, I see. Of course. When I you go would to New love Zealand, to. You play Queenstown. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how it goes. It's actually the um, Rhythm and Alps people who are bringing in the most buzzy acts this year. It's oh, amazing really? who's playing at Rhythm and Alps. Wait, that's at out. Rhythm and Alps? No, but the, it's those promoters, like oh, Rhythm okay. and Alps presents grace jones oh okay mm. yeah they, that's up to some weird stuff because i just associate that with just like r&b or yeah r&b but like just drum and bass or something you know like yeah just like, just like stuff to just like whoa party but like mm. yeah cigarettes after sex do you know that nope. yeah. um, i'm so like not glued up <laughs> <laughs> i'll just nod yeah yeah them oh those guys yeah um i i think grace jones was in a bond movie right that's the only. Yeah. That's the. That's the only experience I have with Grace Jones. She's like, been in a couple of movies. Oh really? What a superstar! She can do yeah. it all. And often, like, near naked or just naked. Nice. Why not? Yeah. Just, just do it. Do it yeah. for Grace Jones. Have you seen that? Um, there's an image of another really famous image of her, where she's standing on one leg. Probably. She's got. She's stretching the back leg up. Oh yeah. But it's just so. I'll show you afterwards. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm very interested. Yeah. I've, I've probably seen it. Like, she's such an iconic kind of, yeah, images of her are so, like, yeah. implanted in the in kind mm. of cultural consciousness. Mm. She's, she's still probably about kicking it, isn't she? She's, like, 65, nice. 65, 70, and she's still... Still rocking it? She's still... Well, you'd hope so. She's playing a gig soon. <laughs> <laughs> she's still, no, she like, coming out in full costume. Oh, really? Like, and sometimes her... Breasts are exposed and she's nice. fully body painted. Nice. She's what like 65. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. That's it's amazing. That's yeah. Goals as fuck. Yeah, goals. Definitely. <laughs> One day I'm going to be Grace Grace Jones. My, my head keeps wanting to say Grace Kelly just because of the old Mika song. Yeah. I mean, like no, Grace they, Kelly. Yeah. Shout out to all the Graces out there. Yeah. Um, something I 
just remembered before was he's still associated at all with the YGB people because I remember seeing mm. the name on a website a long time ago and mm. I was like ah oh, what mm. that's the young gifted and broke kind mm. of uh, co- collective I suppose mm. is that still a thing you're kind of associated with or just I'm I'm still kind of like in touch with them and stuff like that uh, not really <laughs> that's, a, that's a face of a no yeah. right there <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I'd be happy if I heard from them but I I just I don't really know why I was ever on there. Yeah. Like, I didn't really do anything. Really, right. So. Was it just kind of like someone was like, hey, you got to be a part of this? And you're like, sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was exactly that. Yeah. That's so funny. They just probably saw some talent and they're like, ours. <laughs> be part of us. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I don't know. If it's not yeah. mutually beneficial, then it's kind of like, that's a bit weird. <laughs> Strange yeah. situation. Yeah. It's funny. I've actually um, stolen the name from this uh, podcast off one of Tom Scott's his average rap band uh-huh. their first EP was called Streams of Nonsenseness uh-huh. so I just stole it uh-huh. so I people tell me to keep stop admitting that and I'm like no I'm <laughs> telling everyone to listen it's good it's like you know it's just um, it's just like sampling acknowledging like, your uh, influences. influences your influences yeah that's exactly yeah. right yeah. well like like I've always said if, if it gets popular enough that they notice then I'll be so happy yeah. <laughs> it's almost like yeah like hey talk. you should get Tom on here yeah, I'd, I'd like to, but he's, he's raising his baby up in Auckland. Oh, has he moved back to Auckland? Yeah, he's back in Avondale. Just, oh. just um, I'm, I keep up with him on Instagram stories. That's the main oh. way I keep up to date with his life. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's back in Avondale with his boo, raising a little baby. Oh, yeah. Because he was in Melbourne. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was living actually um, over in Collingwood. I, yeah. I think his, his bandmate Louis is still living there. Yeah. I run into him every so often and, yeah. and I have a chat and he goes, oh, there's that guy that always talks to me. <laughs> I've messed up handshakes with him so many times <laughs> that I stopped acknowledging him. Yeah. There was like four in a row where like we had the wrong hand <laughs> and like, and I was like, oh no. So your solution was to just ignore him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's my solution. It's worked pretty well so far. Yeah. yeah. Except, except when I want to talk to him, in which case it doesn't work so yeah. well. Well, that's, that's a very bruised ego of a man that's messed up multiple handshakes in a row. <laughs> yeah. I just got nervous. For shame, for shame. I know, I know. I can't, I can't live it down. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. I just, uh, I, I, maybe I'll get him on it one day. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to hustle him down. He'll, but then he'll be like, hey, you stole this. And I'll be like, uh, how about music, man? Isn't that fun? <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll speak to his sensibilities and it'll be off to a blinding start. Um, you've, toured in Melbourne before I mean Australia before right or is this the first one no uh, this is the third oh okay one, I think third or fourth fourth oh. time I've played in Melbourne oh okay fourth or fifth <laughs> I can't I mean, I've missed a lot yeah. damn it well, well, you should come to this show I will I will I promise yeah. I will as awesome. long as as long as I remember which yeah. is I feel I'll really bad yeah <laughs> what, you trying to invite to... you to, to the event yeah no I think mm. I have to be in the event I'm, I'll be there I promise mm. I feel bad because I had mermaidens you know the mermaidens mm. the, mm. I had them on one of my last shows and promised at the end of it because their show was about two days after it and mm. I was like I'll maybe see it at the show they're like definitely come and yeah. I was like alright I promise I'll come and I didn't go <laughs> <laughs> so it's I've, all cursed, I've cursed myself yeah in my defence I was very hungover so yeah you know you gotta do what you feel exactly Always. there'll be other opportunities I know I'm not super worried about yeah, it yeah yeah just keeps me up at night sometimes. <laughs> staring at the ceiling. Feeling so bad. Yeah, just tears rolling down my face. Yeah. You're right in there. Oh, I didn't go to the show. 
yeah um anyway on that moro's note i think mm. we'll end this show uh yes. thank That's you so much moro's for... note. i know <laughs> so i hope everyone's out there let's get more upbeat Woo! Yeah. what a great time i hope everyone's having a great time at home I just finished my cup of tea you had a cup of tea i've had a cup of water <laughs> i'm feeling great yeah um thanks for joining us on the show it was an absolute pleasure i'll definitely be seeing you if not very shortly at your show and bye